welcome everybody once again to another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. So strap on your boards, catch a wave, it's time to ride the pipeline. With the Chuck Norris of sales. That's what somebody called him the last time here. Matt Hines. Welcome, Matt Hines. That might be the best one yet. I think uh, the Samurai of sales was uh, just a warm-up. When you start getting compared to Chuck Norris, it just does not get better. It does get any better than that. And that's I, I didn't come up with that. Somebody said you're the Chuck Norris of sales. So. No, we had uh, we had Dave Crenshaw who has uh, who has written a number of books, including the Myth of Multitasking, on uh, a couple weeks ago, and he is quoted in the official Chuck Norris uh, guide. Uh, so I think that may have been where that came from. But uh, boy, well, welcome everyone to Sales Pipeline Radio. Uh, happy almost end of May. It, uh, a week from today, we'll be getting ready for Memorial Day weekend, the unofficial start of summer. I can't believe it. It's gone this fast. Last week, we were live at the Marketo Marketing Nation Conference. Uh, about 6,000 B2B marketers descended on Las Vegas, uh, put in a lot of steps on their Fitbit. Most people, on average, were about a half a mile away. It was like from your hotel room to the conference center at the MGM Grand. That place needs its own zip code. It's ridiculous. Uh, but uh, pretty amazing to see what's happening in the world of B2B marketing, especially among those that are and consider themselves math marketers. I think, you know, I heard someone once say, that in B2B, you've got two different types of marketers. You have the arts and crafts marketers who, God love them, are focused more on, uh, you know, how straight the logo is and whether the colors are right, and not that that's not important. Um, but then you've got your math marketers that are more focused on sales pipeline contribution. Uh, one of the things that we talked about last year, last week at the Marketo conference and uh, actually debuted uh, both in presentation format and book format is our, our new book called Full Funnel Marketing that really evangelizes not just the demand gen and the lead management side of, of B2B marketing, but encourages marketers to focus on the entire funnel. Uh, all the way through to the end and the close. And you know, a lot of marketers are embracing the idea of sales enablement. Uh, we're getting more focused on helping the sales team uh, not only improve their productivity, but also their conversion uh, of, of opportunities from deals to close. So very excited today uh, to have with us both Dave Stein and Steve Anderson. We have the co-authors of the new book, Beyond the Sales Process, uh, 12 Proven Strategies for a Customer-Driven World. And I think it's a great way to talk about, uh, you know, the idea of sort of, you know, segue from full funnel marketing into thinking about the impact of sales well beyond uh, just closing the deal. So Dave and Steve, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us, Matt. But as I started working my way through this book, I mean, it is very different. I mean, tell me, tell me you know, why this book was important for you and how is this book different? In its approach to helping sales professionals. Well, so Matt, I've uh, this is my third book. Uh, the other two books I wrote, uh, two versions of How Winners Sell, uh, very typical kind of sales book. And I don't want to insult any of my sales expert author friends out there, but a good majority of the book uh, books sound like this. Okay, I was in sales, I made a lot of money. Here's what I did. If you do what I did, you'll make a lot of money too. And a lot of those books were also focused on just part of the the whole customer life cycle, and that is that opportunity, how to win that opportunity. So you take Steve's background, you take my background, 
we can get into that uh, uh, if you'd like, but you, you take our background. By the way, we, knew, we know each other for many, many years, worked together at a software company years and years ago. But you take his background, you take my background, and we spent a lot of time talking about uh, what salespeople really need to be able to manage their pipelines, to be able to manage their quota, to be able to deliver consistently. And it's more than just imitating uh, what the latest book tells you to do, uh, what some former salesperson t told you to do, or just focusing on the deal. Well, it's an important point because I think, I mean, there's a lot of uh, fads in sales. There's a lot of, I mean, I, I, I'm getting a little tired of, you know, everywhere you turn around, someone saying something is dead in sales, whether it's cold calling is dead, prospecting is dead. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it just, it just seems like there is, it, it's become in vogue to claim that whatever used to work no longer works. And usually I'm, you know, I find it's usually done by people that are trying to sell the alternative. Uh, but, you know, are there, are there things that you've noticed that, ha that are universal in sales that, you know, kind of bypass, that are really evergreen, that sort of bypass the trends, are not unique to someone's own personality or style? that really become the foundation of successful selling? Yeah, so that's a great question, and, and uh, the, the answer is yes. Uh, I, I think we, we, uh, we fall into this trap of uh, getting focused on this uh, next bright, shiny object. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly do it on a personal level. I love technology. I love, uh, I have a motorcycle. I've got you know, all sorts of toys, and it does distract me, but not as far as my business is concerned. And I, I think what happens, whether it's with, uh, it was with CRM technology, certainly a lot of Social. I know you're very active. I am as well. But we have to be careful that these things don't take our attention from the basics. So now, to answer your question directly, many of those bait are what we talk about, and that is uh, uh, understanding what drives your customer. The customer is the center of our world. It's the center of the book. What drives your customer's business? What are they trying to achieve? What must they achieve? And how can we help them achieve it? And uh, that's a basic. It's been around. I read Max Hainan book, H-A-N-A-N, -A -N, uh, about consultative selling in the early 80s. It's been around, and I think people just get distracted. So that's one of the things that we have to focus on. And one of the things I like about this book a lot is, I mean, that you, we, we've both probably seen a lot of sales books and just, you know, business books in general where you've got someone smart that just sort of pontificates on their own sort of theories and strategies. But you you root a lot of, well, you root all of your, your best practices in what companies are actually doing. Talk a little bit about that process, why, why that approach was so important to you with this book, and talk about some of the companies that are featured here. We each brought obviously something to the party, but Steve has and his company Performance Methods has been very successful for, oh gosh, I guess going on 15 years, providing some of the world's best and largest global companies with sales effectiveness solutions that have enabled them to, to grab and sustain leadership within their own industries. So uh, rather than what Steve did when he was a salesman and what I did when I was a salesman, of course, we're both still selling. We're both consultants and have practices. But rather than talk about what made us successful way back when, we uh, took deep dives into these companies. Uh, there are nine of them featured in the book. Each of those nine companies brought a customer to the party. So we have 18 companies which are discussed. And uh, they're broken up into, th uh, well, the book is broken up into three sections, before, during, and after the sale. And there are three, five, about five-page case studies uh, that cover before the sale, three during the sale, and three after the sale. And here's the important point. Each of these companies shared with us, the authors, 
what enabled them and enables them to sustain mutually beneficial long-term relationships with their customers. So we heard from the supplier side and we heard from the customer side. And we're talking about the highest levels of some of these companies, uh, all the way up to the CEO level in several of them. So, you know, this is not a, a, a broad, broad, wide marketing study of 20,000 salespeople, yada, yada. We got into these companies. We found out what makes them successful from a, uh, from a selling perspective, from a customer uh, care, customer focus perspective, and uh, had them tell us in their own words. So we think that's really different. We know it's very valuable because everybody who's read the book has told us how, how much insight they've, uh, they've gained from reading these case studies. We're talking to Dave Stein and eventually Steve Anderson, the co-authors of Beyond <laughs> the Sales Process, 12 Proven Strategies for a Customer-Driven World. You can find the book on Amazon.com uh, in a variety of formats. You can also check out the website Beyond the Sales Process. Dot com. You know, Dave, we we hear the word success a lot. You know, and I mean, not just not just you know in the in the book, but also sort of we talk about customer success, we talk about sales success. Um, what does this book do, and how does it address the idea of success that's different from some of the literature that's out there? Well, yeah. So, um, you know, the, the customer success, salesperson success, it, it, we want to be successful as sellers, uh, as marketers. Uh, we want our customers to be successful, but we're never going to be successful unless they're successful first. Or rather, let me say, we're not going to be successful unless we are successful with our customers. So the book talks a lot about value, uh, but more importantly, value co-creation. So collaborating with your customer, understanding what their needs and wants uh, are, their drivers, uh, very importantly, understanding about your customer's customer. So your customer is never going to be successful unless they're successful with their customer. So we have a, it's almost like a genealogy here. And so if all of that works, and if we do what we're supposed to do, and we're, you know, in vision value with our customer, deliver that value, roll that value out across the organization, uh, use past proven value with that customer to sell the next division, to sell the next line of your product to them, the next bunch of services, whatever it happens to be, then the salesperson will be successful. And again, back to these case studies, the case studies prove it out. And, you know, you take a look at what these companies said, say, what these executives say, all this stuff really works. We didn't invent it. We just captured it and delivered it up on a silver platter for salespeople and really all customer-facing people as well. Awesome. Uh, we've got Dave Stein, the co-author of Beyond the Sales Process, with us today. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to talk more about this book, more about the idea of uh, long-term sales success, building relationships. We'll be right back. Sales Pipeline Radio. Whether you're producing a seminar series, user's conference, lunch and learn, or exhibiting at a trade show, Validar has a solution. From capturing leads at trade shows to managing on-site registration, tracking session attendance, gathering information, and providing sponsors lead retrieval, we have a full suite of solutions for you. Since 2005, Validar has been turning corporate events and trade shows into better business. Call 888-784-2929 or visit us at Validar.com. You are under the gun to generate revenue. You need your pipeline full with real deals to make your number. The Vanilla Group is the only firm that delivers telebased lead generation programs exclusively for enterprise technology providers that get you there. 
The Vanilla Group achieves results five times higher than industry standards for outbound lead generation year after year. By utilizing their unique Telesales 2.0 methodology, they make sure you're in front of the key influencers you need to be. They are an award-winning company and results are unsurpassed. The Vanilla Group supports tech firms from Fortune 500 companies to startups. To learn more, visit vanillagroup.com, spelled V-A-N-E-L-L-A group.com, or call 888-335-0340. That's 888-335-0340. Follow us on Twitter at Vanilla Group. Stephen just won't, uh, his phone call won't go through, so we'll pick it back up with Matt and his one guest. Well, that is not a consolation prize at all. We're very excited to have Dave Stein here, who's the co-author of Beyond the Sales Process. If you want to listen again to our conversation with Dave or any of our past episodes, you can check us out at salespipelineradio.com. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we got some amazing guests. Next week, uh, we will be featuring Jill Rowley, the queen of social selling herself. You're not going to want to miss uh, what she has to say as the world of social selling continues to evolve and really continues to mature and integrate into the world of selling. So it'll be interesting to hear from Jill Rowley and what she's seeing right now as we get into the middle of 2016. Following Jill, we've got Sanjay Puri, who is the founder of Nine Mile Labs. They are a B2B-only incubator based in Seattle, helping B2B companies uh, sort of grow and uh, incubate uh, and innovate new ideas. Uh, so excited for the next couple, next few episodes. If you want to check out our full schedule, as well as past episodes, just check us out at salespipelineradio.com. I mean, this this is what you would really call an evidence-based book. You know, it's 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 Hilton, Hilton Worldwide, Merck's, Siemens, a number of companies. You've got some great examples in here. You know, one of the things that really struck me as well, just in reading the book and thinking about the way salespeople operate today, is the idea of patience. You know, how important is patience as a concept for sales reps, and how difficult is that to to do in reality when you know you're always up against a, a deadline and trying to hit quota? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, there's a, a constant wrestling match. Uh, sales managers, uh, you know, bless them, banging on the sales rep's head. Uh, how are you doing this hour, this day, this week, this month, this quarter, this year? We have numbers to make. Get out there. How many calls did you make? Yada, yada. And you have the salesperson who, who many of them really want to build these kinds of relationships with their customers, long-term relationships, before the sale, during the sale, and after the sale, and the pressure on them are uh, enormous. So patience, uh, you know, there are no short hours in any day for a hardworking B2B salesperson. Uh, relationships, uh, the kinds of relationships that we talk about in the book, the kind that Zurich Insurance and Merck and the BNY Mellon have with their customers, you know, they take uh, uh, not months and quarters, but many of them years to develop. So it's the ability, it's the trait of a salesperson to be able to look at the short term and the long term to do what they need to do now to get today's business done without taking their eye off the ball and that is if I do these things over the next months and quarters and years I will have a relationship with a customer that will be boundless in terms of the mutual value that it creates they will be successful in their market and I will be successful in my company and in my, in my market so it's really a, a question of the DNA of a salesperson, uh, it's hard to build patience into someone who doesn't have it. Uh, it's very, very difficult. So if you don't, it's something you can work on and improve, but that, that's a really good point you made, Matt. Well, it, it, what's hard about that, though, is, I mean, so I totally agree with everything you said. And, you know, I mean, relationships are so central to selling and to business in general. But how do you juxtapose that against sort of the modern 
uh, sort of the more modern trend towards specialization of sales roles where you have these business development representatives, right, who are yep. talking yep. to leads and qualifying leads before they go to a field sales rep. By definition, there's probably no relationship there, and yet we're trying to sort of move those deals forward. Are, are those are those two concepts, the concept that you described in terms of sort of patients relationships and the idea of today's specialized BDR lead qualification, are those just opposed, or is there a way to sort of still sort of tie those two together? There definitely is, and uh, we, we talk in one of the chapters about alignment, and it's alignment among the people on my team as a salesperson, aligning with the people on the customer's team. So it's not me, uh, you know, Dave Stein's Superman who's going to solve all the world's problems, including, uh, you know, generating uh, interest in nurturing leads and, 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 you know, answering RFPs and doing a finalist presentation and delivering the product and implementing it and taking customer support calls. And No, 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 it, 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 that's, that's not, it's impossible and, and not even feasible. Uh, all of these different functions within an organization uh, are required, and some companies do it better than others in terms of integrating them. But, but I, as the salesperson, as that the, the owner of that account, has to be the one to, uh, if possible, and the smart companies, and again, we have uh, nine of them that we've featured, manage to do this to be able to be the uh, orchestra conductor and make sure that the right resources are being brought to the party at the right times, uh, interfacing with the right people within the customer organization. And it, it gets done every single day. Uh, lots and lots of companies are doing it. But those companies who cut up the marketing and the sales function, the pre-sales, the sales, the before, the during, into uh, discrete silos and buckets with little communication going on among the different uh, functions, those are the ones who wind up winning a deal, but they're never going to get repeat business from that customer because then the customer isn't treated in a way that, uh, they, that the, from which they derive the most value. Absolutely. Uh, definitely encourage everyone to check out the website beyondthesalesprocess.com. You can order the book there. You can learn more about our co-authors, Dave Stein and Steve Anderson, uh, and uh, check out a lot more information on the topics we're covering here today. So, I mean, uh, Dave, what, what are the hiring and culture implications of this message? I mean, you kind of touched on that or you kind of hinted on that a little bit in terms of talking about the specialized roles. But how does an organization, how do managers, how do leaders sort of encourage this approach across their entire sales team? I typically get a lot of people upset with me when I say this, uh, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, sales is not a team sport. And I get real, I mean, I've spoken at hundreds and hundreds of kickoff meetings, keynote, as, as you have, Matt, as well. And, uh, you know, so many of them are sports oriented. I understand about the team part, team building and all that. But sales is a business. And what Steve and I have known individually and together since we worked together decades ago is that if you treat sales like the business that it is, with business plans, with with uh, with metrics, with learning, with reinforcement, uh, with proper guidance and leadership and management and tools and processes, those teams that look at it like a business, almost like a research and development organization or the finance department, those organiza those sales organizations tend to be much more 
successful, their revenues are more predictable and more sustainable and higher than the organizations that run amok, run helter-skelter, where they're run, basically run and managed by the seat of their pants. So that, that's the cultural aspect to this thing. Uh, when we do, when we help companies hire, we look for that in sales candidates, a seriousness, looking at their business like a business and not like a sport. Yeah, no, I think it's a really good point, right? I mean, I think you want to sort of develop a culture where people care about each other um, and are supporting, of, supportive of each other. Uh, but I think you know, the, the, you got, you also have to be accountable for your own success uh, in doing that. So, you know, before we run out of time here, I want to want to you know make get get your perspective or sort of get your advice on what else people should be reading. I think you know, I mean, I, as good as this book is, uh, there's a lot of other you know great authors out there. I'm sure that there's things you've been reading lately. What are some of the other? Who are some of the other authors, or what are some of the other materials that you've been you've been looking at lately that you think sales professional sales leaders should be paying attention to yeah so 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 there are three areas that i think sales people generally business to business the the ones that i've worked with over the years uh where there are gaps where there are shortages in their learning and their skills and their capabilities those three areas are financial selling the ability to go up to a cfo of any size company that you're selling to and talk in very specific business terms about the impact that your solution your product your service is going to have on their business that's number one number two is political selling Okay, the ability to understand the politics within your customer's organization, to be able to understand who's in power, who influences the decision, um, you know, who, who is able to, uh, 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 to uh, indicate preference for you and your solution and have that preference carry through uh, ultimately into a, uh, a decision in your favor. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the whole idea of... Uh, uh, um, understanding organizations, being able to uh, map uh, your your company's resources against who best serves your customers, achieving what they need to achieve from a personal level, that's another area that's extremely important. Awesome. So what's coming up next? I know this, is, this has been a big, uh, big launch for you over the last month or so, but what are you looking at in, in sort of the future of sales? What are some of the trends that you're seeing kind of in the rest of 2016 and beyond? Uh, you, you know, I, I didn't fully answer your question. You asked for names. I want to tell you, uh, selling to the C-suite, uh, Steve Bistritz and uh, uh, Nick Reed, uh, Charlie Green is a, is just a wonder, an absolute wonder as far as his whole business about, uh, not business, it's not a negative, wonderful stuff about uh, uh, being a trusted advisor. Uh, also, Mahan Khalsa, K-H-A, uh, LSA uh, and Randy Illig, uh, those very, very smart guys as far as the, the, the customer life cycle. So I wanted to make sure I got a couple of those in. Of course, there are many, many more. What's coming up? What's coming up? Yeah, so, uh, of course, we're promoting the book. Uh, we're not going to be on Oprah, regretfully, uh, or any of the <laughs> nighttime TV shows, but Steve and I... You never know. A lot. Never know. Uh, we're going to be at SAMA next week, the Strategic Account Management Association's having their annual conference in Chicago, and we're presenting to... Uh, uh, to uh, I think 86 people, pretty exciting for us. And uh, um, I'm for the, it hasn't been a formally announced yet, but I guess people hear it here. I'm going to be associated with Steve's organization, Performance Methods. So I have a hiring methodology I've been using for 25 years, and it's been very, very effective helping companies uh, not not source but vet can sales candidates to make sure that whoever they hire will get the job done and deliver. So I'm going to be working with. Uh, performance methods clients delivering that uh, solution as well. So that's, that's kind of news. 
That's great. Yeah, we got uh, breaking news here on Sales Pipeline Radio. What do you think of that, Paul? It's pretty good. Um, I love it. I love it. Anytime we get something breaking here, we do a little, I should get a little like, you know, what's that little sound they make, you know, da 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 Oh, yeah, I got the old, 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 old radio, uh, what is that, the, uh, the teleticker or whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. So, well, awesome. Well, I know we're running out of time here at the top of the hour. Really want to thank our guest, Dave Stein, uh, who's the author, co-author of Beyond the Sales Process, 12 Proven Strategies for a Customer-Driven World. He is the co-author with Steve Anderson. If you are out there, Steve, we love you. We miss you. We're sorry yeah, you couldn't join us. See if we can sell a few copies of the book anyway. Yeah, he's been texting me, and he's brilliant. So anybody gets a chance <laughs> to hear him, uh, you should definitely do it. We'll try to do it again in uh, some other episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. If you want to hear a replay of Dave's uh, discussion today about Beyond the Sales Process, check it out at salespipelineradio.com as well as all our past guests. Uh, get a copy of the book. You can go to beyondthesalesprocess.com. Uh, if you'd like to read a transcript or share some of the highlights from today's episode, you'll see that shortly on heinzmarketing.com. We'll make sure we highlight uh, the other authors that uh, Dave highlighted today. Look forward to seeing you next week. we got Jill Rowley, the queen of social selling. She'll be joining us on Sales Pipeline Radio. got some great guests coming up into June and into the summer. It's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, for now, thank you, Dave. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been Sales Pipeline Radio. You've been riding the wave, the sales pipeline wave, with Matt Heinz from Heinz Marketing.